This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you will live like Jesus and share His love. Well, good morning and good welcome morning. to episode 10. 10. 10. That's, we're in the double digits this season. 10 weeks, two and a half months of doing this. Yeah. It's been good. Has been. And uh, we're back with another yeah. episode of Radiant Reflections. And uh, we're glad we can be here. I, I'm fighting a little bit of a cold, so I've got my late night DJ voice going yeah. on here. Yeah. So, which, speaking of late night DJs. Yes. We're in the Christmas season. Yeah. We're talking Advent yes. at church. Yes. But uh, if you were to be a late night DJ, and it's Christmas season, do you have... <laughs> Why are you laughing, Jimmy? I know what you're going to ask. Look, I, do you? What do you think I'm going to ask? You're going to ask, what's your DJ name? No, but that's a be- even better question. I really so what expected was your, that. Okay, no, that's a better question than what Facebook, I was going to ask. Because on they have these things like, you've seen the name test things, where it's like, uh, the last thing that you ate and your neighbor's middle name is, huh. your, is, your, is your DJ name. And it's like, Frosted Flakes Bob or, or something. <laughs> <laughs> something like that I, <laughs> so so i know i know that the last thing you ate wasn't frosted place, it was not but so whether or not you use some crazy you know connection of things what would your dj name be because not this is a way better question than what i was going to ask <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> i have no idea i mean you it it would start with dj and then something yeah so I, let's, i'm just gonna assume... go jb since that's what they call me. So you'd be DJJB? Yeah, DJJB. You have to say it really fast Did like you? that. Yeah. <laughs> DJJB. No, but what were you actually going to ask me? I was going to ask you what your favorite Christmas song is. Oh, favorite Christmas song. Because if, if you're a DJ, oh, yeah, right, yeah, and you're yeah. having a pick, yeah. you know, and your your station manager forces you to play Christmas music. Yeah. Um, what would what would be a track that wouldn't make you want to lose your mind? Right, right. Uh, so all of the Mariah Carey music makes me want to lose my mind. I just, whoa, she's an amazing singer, but I just can't take it. I am like Pastor Ryan, actually uh, a pretty big fan of Michael Buble's Christmas record. So, uh, beginning to look a lot like Christmas by Michael Buble would be my favorite Christmas song. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So how about you? DJ JB's playing some <laughs> Buble. <laughs> Say that there. Uh, I would, I love, so I'm. There are a handful of Christmas songs that I enjoy. For the most part, I do not like listening to Christmas music yeah. on the radio. Yeah, same. Because they take the same five songs and just play like different artists' versions of those yep. songs. And it's, it's very true. it's very irritating to me. But one Christmas uh, group, band, that's timeless in my opinion, mm-hmm. is the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Ooh. And so I love, call. I love their song Christmas Eve Sarajevo. I love all like all of their stuff. Good good. I've seen them live a couple of times. Dude, phenomenal. Well, don't they phenomenal all have like their show. PhDs? Like they have doctorates like, in music. They're crazy smart and they're yeah. they're they're brilliant musicians. And it's Absolutely. it's a phenomenal show. I mean, yeah. they're like going up. They're being lifted yeah, yeah. up in the air. Like they're being. You know, it's if you ever have an opportunity to go see Trans Siberian Orchestra live, you should do that. Do that thing. So. Yeah, there you cool. go. Leave your uh, favorite Christmas song in the comments for yeah. us if you're watching this on YouTube. If right. you're listening to this, you, you can't really do that. No, you can't. So, you can't. But you could, when you write us a review, you could include that, but that'd be kind of random. That'd be weird. So, but you could like and subscribe to the audio podcast. You could do that. And that <laughs> and would be helpful. And, and review that. That would be, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect segue there. So uh, we're drinking. We, we should lift up our mugs. 
Because yes. we're actually, we're drinking out, of, well, I'm drinking out of a different cup today. Mine's got a. That has okay, a so French is that, bulldog. Is that, act, is that actually Ollie or somebody just found it's, like a no, French bulldog? No, that's just a, yeah, French bulldog mug that someone brought. And it says, not today. Come. I have um, a mug from Ruby Roasters, which is one of my favorite roasters. Pam Carey, during one of the Secret Santas several years ago, got this for me for Christmas. It's my Which, mug. dude, I'm super excited. I'm not going to say who my secret Santa is, but okay. I'm super excited. I think this year I'm more excited than I have been any other year Ooh. because of the person that I have and what I got for that person. I'm super excited. That's awesome. <laughs> super excited. So it's going to be good. Uh, but yeah, so what are we drinking today? So, so we've got we've got twice as much coffee at least as we normally yes, do. Yes, twenty. you got a 25 gram dose. So that's double. Double. So super big shout out to Haley and Chris Tallman. Haley is the person who produces these videos, these podcasts for us. Um, she and her husband, her husband will peek in and ask while she's producing the podcast, what are they drinking today? Because he's a coffee. Chris, I'm going to go ahead and say it. We don't know each other, but I think I can get away with this. You're a coffee dork like us. Sounds like um, probably, which is cool. So Haley and Chris sent me this beautiful cup of coffee from Greensboro, North Carolina. Fortuna, I have the empty bag because I'm such a dork. I've got a vacuum sealed canister at home that I store my beans in. Um, this is For Fortuna Coffee. This is from Ethiopia. It's a Sedoma Narato Bombe. So it's, <laughs> it's, well, Sedoma Narato Bombe. Bombe. That's my guess. That's my guess. Uh, natural process. It's a light roast. And the tasting notes are blueberry, raspberry, and pie crust. Which, and this is for real, this these is, notes. So the first sip that I had, like you could totally, it was like, how does, how does coffee taste like pie crust? But it does. And you get like a little bit of that berry kind of lingers As on the As it's cooling, the raspberry and blueberry is really coming out. Hmm. So yeah, that berry, yeah. the berry flavor lingers on the tongue a little bit, but yes, you definitely yeah. taste pie crust. Haley, thank is, you. Which is crazy. And for those of you that don't know, yeah. <clears throat> Haley not only produces uh, this podcast, yeah. she does all of our video production. Social media. She does social media. She does our graphics. Yes. Which is kind of a cool story, right? This is, is. this has nothing to do with our, our topic today, but we, <clears throat> we were in a place where we had to track down somebody to do graphics yeah. and we had gone to fiverr fiverr.com which if you've never used fiverr it's you can find all sorts of freelance artists mm -hmm. on fiverr and and we needed some messages and we found Haley, and it looked like oh she has church experience mm -hmm. so we we recruited her through fiverr mm -hmm. to do a couple of uh actually i think maybe last christmas was one of the first ones mm -hmm. right around christmas last mm -hmm. year yeah. I think it was one of the first ones she did. It's been about a year because this was, she told me when she sent this, this is like a one year gift. Oh, nice. So yes. And I'm very grateful for it. This is delicious coffee. I'll order this again. So we found her on Fiverr right around Christmas yeah. and she knocked it out of the park. Like she did great work. Oh, yeah. Quick turnaround time. Yeah. And then JB, then I think it was you, you reached out to her and. Yeah. Ended yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Fiverr is a great platform. It's really good, I think, for like one-off projects. But what we really needed was a person of Haley's skill set and gifting to kind of be like the office down the hall in North Carolina. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, we really needed someone to be more um, partially sort of full-time, but also part-time. Uh, we just needed more. And so we approached Haley and she prayed and her and her husband talked about it and she actually is, uh, yeah, doing a ton of stuff. And hopefully, 
Haley and her husband, and she's got a little one as well. In the spring, she's going to come and visit us. Maybe she could guest. We should have her on, on the, the podcast. podcast. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I think so. Because she's a communications director at her church. Uh, she's a worship leader. Um, and I think she might do their social media too. Her husband, I think, is a worship leader too. So really talented people. Talmans, we love you guys. Merry Christmas. Thank you for the coffee. Um, it's delicious. Oh, yeah. And the shots at home. I've been pulling shots last, uh, well, since Saturday when it came in the mail. Uh, this is all I've been drinking from the espresso machine. And it is delicious, beautiful coffee. Really, really good coffee. Rock and roll. Yeah. So there you go. A little behind the scenes peek yeah. for all of you. Uh, one of the Radiant Life team members that you have not met yet. So yeah. yeah. So And uh, then there's Paul, Paul yes. Spencer, who is in London, England. Now, some of you, right? If you were here, Paul visited us here a bit ago, right? And yes, uh, he'll be back. And and he was he's a super cool guy. He's got that awesome British accent. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so we've got we have Radiant Life team members around the world. Yes, around do. the world. How yes. cool is that? Technology it, is a it, fascinating. It's twenty twenty three. I mean, yeah. basically, you know. And uh, yeah, you don't need offices. My company. That's that's how we are. There's forty of us, and everyone works. Remotely. No one works it well, except Ian. He's in the next office, but everybody else works from their homes. The tech just allows us to do whatever we want to do. It's great. One of the benefits of technology. I agree. That's we're good. not, we're almost 10 minutes in. Well, yeah, you know what? We but we've go. been talking about really important stuff. Yeah. Like coffee. Yeah. yeah. So definitely. who knows? Now maybe people like they're going to go check this out and taste a delicious cup of pie crust. Pie crust. That yeah. still blows my mind. I know. Pie crust. It, we really needed this coffee this morning, by the way, also, because Josh and I had two serves. Josh taught yesterday, which we're about to get into that. Josh brought the message. Awesome. Really great. Had great times of worship, uh, prayer. It was, it was wonderful. So we had two services. We all went home for a couple hours, two, three hours. And then we came back for a special kind of commissioning. Commissioning service. Yeah. yeah, commissioning service, anointing service, where we prayed over team leaders and just, um, and I love how Ryan uh, kind of every time at the close, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, just like as you would baptize someone, he commissioned mm -hmm. them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it was beautiful, but <laughs> it was wonderful. But like, and you know, you're in a, in a group of friends and healthy people when it's like 930 and you're like, I just don't really want to go home. Like, I want to hang and just kind of bask in God's presence with my brothers and sisters. That's what it was last night. So we were, we both this morning came in and said, well, Josh specifically said, I had a hard time dragging my carcass out of bed. So, because it, it was, yeah, yes. it, it was a busy day yesterday, a busy, busy later day. night than what we typically have yeah. on, a, on a Sunday. So we needed this so, coffee. Yes. Yeah. So it's good. It's going to get us, get us going. But the Advent season, let's, we got to go to it. Yeah. So uh, last week, you know, as we as we talked about on the podcast, we hit on that first theme of hope, mm -hmm. uh, and then yesterday we dug into peace, uh, and and just a couple of highlights. Right. Sometimes mm -hmm. people ask, like, "Oh, do you guys ever go back and like like review your services to see if there was like good, mm -hmm. bad?" And we absolutely do. In fact, yes. I'll probably I'll probably watch the broadcast of the service uh, a little bit later mm -hmm. today. Uh, but a couple of highlights from yesterday's service. Uh, one, I think Chris Kidd, one of our elders, I love the reading he did for Advent. Mm -hmm. It was super cool having my daughter Lexi uh, read the scripture. I, when but, when she read, I leaned over to Lisa and I said, "Homeschool or private school for the win." <laughs> I mean, she is a she's not very old. How old is she? She's ten. She's ten, but I mean, she was reading very fluently and flawlessly, like just and there was inflection, and I was like, man. Pfft. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. So so that was super fun. Yeah. But then I th- I think another a third highlight uh, at the end of the service, Pastor Brandon used this this word picture, which if you've never really spent much time talking to Pastor Brandon, you should. Yes. He is brilliant with word pictures. Mm-hmm. Like he just has a way of of taking an image and using it to describe something. And I love that image that he used about the bucket with the water and the mm-hmm. silt and, and mm-hmm. all this stuff and the idea of false peace. Again, because mm-hmm. we talked about peace mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Uh, so that was a highlight. But yeah. I, I think the other highlight and and maybe one of the, the top ones there is the reading that you did during the song, Make Room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had contacted me Saturday. Mm-hmm. and the, you, did you, So did you just read this on Saturday? I did. Or, okay. I had read it on Saturday um, just reading getting saturday's a big reading day for me and just read it yep so we use this in the message and so if you watch the message yesterday if you were mm-hmm. there you heard this in the song mm-hmm. make room so not technically the message mm-hmm. but i want to have you do that reading again for people sure. and also tell them where you got this yes. so that if they're interested they can go track this down I, I did this yesterday with the worship team i i turned to each of them and i'll, I'll turn to the lens and i'll do the same thing i looked each team member in the eyeballs and i said you need to get this book you need to get this book i text ryan as well and i'm like ryan please think and pray about doing this with the staff Mm. this book so this book is called praying like monks living like fools and it's by tyler statton also the author of searching for enough and it's an invitation to wonder and mystery to the wonder and mystery of prayer Uh, so this is a book on prayer Um, but at the end of chapter one, just really deeply impacted me. And I did feel like it would be something good to share. He reads a poem or a prayer by Ted Loder, L O D E R could be Loder. I'm not really sure. And the actual book of poetry or poems that this is taken from, um, is from, there is something I wanted to tell you. This is the name of it. In Gorilla of Grace, Prayers for the Battle, 20th edition. Gorillas of Gorilla, Grace. Like Gorilla Warfare, not like a <laughs> ape. Yeah, like Gorillas of Grace, Prayers for the Battle. So if you want to hear more like just what I'm about to read, Gorillas of Grace, uh, Prayers for the Battle by Ted Lauder. I got it for two bucks on abooks.com. Ordered it immediately. But I would tell you to get this book as well, Praying Like Monks, Living Like Fools. Okay, so I'll go ahead and read this. Holy One, there's something I wanted to tell you, but there have been errands to run, bills to pay, arrangements to make, meetings to attend, friends to entertain, washing to do. And I forgot what it is I wanted to say to you. And mostly I forget what I'm about or why. Oh, God. Don't forget me, please, for the sake of Jesus Christ. Eternal one, there's something I wanted to tell you, but my mind races with worrying and watching, with weighing and planning, with rutted slights and pothole grievances, with leaky dreams and leaky plumbing and leaky relationships. I keep trying to plug up, and my attention is preoccupied with loneliness, with doubt, and with things I covet. And I forget what it is I want to say to you and how to say it honestly or how to do much of anything. Oh God, don't forget me, please, for the sake 
of Jesus Christ. Almighty one, there's something I wanted to ask you, but I stumble along the edge of a nameless rage, haunted by a hundred floating fears of terrorists of all kinds, of losing my job, of failing, of getting sick and old, having loved ones die, of dying. I forget what the real question is that I wanted to ask, and I forget to listen anyway, because you seem unreal. You seem far away, and I forget what it is I've forgotten. Oh God, don't forget me, please, for the sake of Jesus Christ. Oh Father in heaven, perhaps you've already heard what I wanted to tell you. What I wanted to ask is, forgive me, heal me, increase my courage, please. Renew in me a little of love and faith and a sense of confidence and a vision of what it might mean to live as though you were real and that I mattered and everyone was sister and brother. What I wanted to ask in my blundering way is don't give up on me. Don't become too sad about me, but laugh with me and try again with me and I will with you too. What I wanted to ask is for peace. Peace enough to want and work for more. For joy enough to share and for awareness that is keen enough to sense your presence here. Now. There. Then. Always. That's good stuff, man. Yes. That's good stuff. Yes, Josh. <laughs> and and the entirety of this book is is really I mean you could see you, uh, you got a lot of highlights uh, in there. Man, I'm <laughs> telling you this is it's kind of like this song we sang last night Stand in Awe from the Bethel Simple album. Mm-hmm. There's a special anointing right? There's a special blessing that's unique. I mean, all worship music is wonderful, but there's certain songs that come along that it's like, oh God, you've got something for us there. And we're, we're sensing your blessing and presence. And that happens with books too. I sensed that in the last book, Ryan Hedis read in the great omission by Dallas Willard. Mm-hmm. I sensed as like, oh man, there's, there's rich blessing. There's peace there. And this, this book too, y'all get it. Y'all get it. Come on, focus. Can you focus? It doesn't want to. It's tracking track so, my eyeballs. Praying so. like monks, living like fools. Yep. Praying like monks, living like fools. Get it. So do you know, uh, just real quick question, like with that title, is this guy, you know, last week we referenced the, uh, the book and that was by a Benedictine sister. Mm-hmm. Is, this, is this also written from a Catholic perspective or is... No. So Wild, this guy is longtime dear friend of John Mark Comer's. And he was a pastor huh. in New York City. And here uh, a year and a half ago, John Mark sensed God's call to move into the Practicing the Way ministry uh, full-time and step away from Bridgetown Church in Portland, Oregon. So he calls Tyler and he says, uh, I've, the board and I have been praying. We really feel like, you know, we want you to come and pastor Bridgetown Church. Mm. So Tyler has moved uh, from New York City, clear to the Pacific Northwest to Portland and is pastoring Bridgetown Church now. Uh, and I will tell you, uh, if you kind of want a synopsis, uh, synop- synopsis, no, 
synopsis, synopsis. Yeah. of what this book is about. There are five or six videos uh, on YouTube uh, under Tyler Staten's name that um, he interviews John Mark Comer, uh, Pete hmm. Gregg, uh, a couple other people. Really, really good video. Christine Kane is interviewed. What's the guy? Tim Mackey from the Bible Project. Oh, and you hear his voice and you're like, oh, yes, I know who that is. <laughs> I recognize that. I recognize that guy. Uh, so, yeah, fantastic book. Um, but no, it's not coming from, he, he's drawing from monastic practices for sure. He's drawing from Catholic practices, from uh, ancient contemplative practices, meditative practices. But he is deeply uh, evan- evangelistic and and, okay. and and a Protestant. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. There you go. Yep. Pray like monks, live like fools. Living like fools. Sorry. Oh, so just living like fools. Living like fools. Around? Good. No, you're good. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. So I love, I love how in that prayer, right, you get a, you get a feel for, in a sense, the, the chaos mm-hmm. and the hurry and the worry mm-hmm. that, that kind of defines a lot of our lives. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's what I, lo- I love that it's, it's so like, as you, as you're reading that, like, it's like, oh yeah, like that's, that's me. I like, feel it. like that's me. Yeah. I, I, I feel that I can mm-hmm. resonate with that because there's so much chaos in this mm-hmm. world. Right. And, and, and you know, again, when we talk about peace, you know, maybe you think of that as a, as a, as a, an opposite of war, you know, war and mm-hmm. peace, right? And turns out they wrote a book about that. But, <laughs> Famous one. But, right, like, like we might not think of peace in the context of just the day to day, you know, mm-hmm. slurry of activities that we, we run through mm-hmm. and how, how elusive peace can feel mm-hmm. in the midst of day to day activity i don't know i just i i just that that was a blessing to me that's what i say mm. i think that was that's probably my top highlight from uh, i i feel like it really it really highlighted where you started the message you know when you start talking about peace you you, you have to ask the question why don't we have peace mm. why is you use the phrase uh, encompassing brokenness and you took us back to genesis chapter three and you really begin to unpack this whole thing, this whole story of Adam and Eve and the serpent and Eve being deceived and Adam seemingly willfully disobeying, <laughs> uh, and heeding the voice of his wife. Um, I-, I thought that that was a great way to kind of start by setting up the issue of not having peace. Why don't we have peace mm-hmm. in the world? Mm-hmm. And it was right there. Yeah, I mean, and just to just to start to understand, you know, and that's the thing. Like, we know the world is broken. I th- my kids actually, <laughs> they they kind of they kind of chuckle and laugh because they'll make a comment about something. I'm gonna say, well, it happened because the world is broken. <laughs> so now they so now they kind of like they'll be like, oh, okay, I know it's because the world is broken, right? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. really, you know, like we see that every day, but but if we my thought is, if we don't have a, a a good understanding of what brokenness is mm-hmm. and where it comes from, like you said, again, it it's harder to to land at a place of peace. Mm-hmm. I don't. But that's some of that is just the way my brain works. Mm-hmm. Right? So yes, I actually sp- I spent most of the message about peace talking about 
<laughs> brokenness mm -hmm. <laughs> because it really is. Yeah. It, it, it really does affect every area of our lives, right? There, there, there's not anything that, that got a free pass on brokenness. No, you even, you, you talked about our relationship to creation. You talked about a relationship with each other. I mean, you, it was, it was four areas. Yeah. So, so the four areas of brokenness, right? Where, where you see these four broken relationships mm -hmm. and this, and this captures all things. It does. Right? So you've got the broken relationship between, between us and God, mm -hmm. broken relationship with self, mm -hmm. broken relationship with others, mm -hmm. and then the broken relationship with creation. Yeah. Which again, in those that pretty much covers every it does every category of of our life, mm -hmm. uh, and and all of that it was shattered because of what Adam and Eve did in the garden when mm -hmm. they chose to elevate themselves above what God had commanded them to do. Mm -hmm. So and yes, yeah, so when we talk about peace, right? I I think we, and that's why I said I'll, I'll I'll backtrack a little bit, right? Like like really trying to grasp how deep the brokenness runs mm. i think when we when we can in a sense appreciate that then we can even more appreciate the peace that god brings mm -hmm. both both in we talked about this yesterday both in part now but fully later yes how much more does that fuel the hope that we have mm -hmm. You know, as we look forward to that full restoration that God will bring about at some point in the future. Which I, I, you used a phrase towards the end, and I've heard something similar before, but it really, it really did bless me. Um, we're, we're, oh gosh, we're living in the now, but not yet. Is that close? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's the yeah. now, but not yet. So, yeah. so like, you know, we have the benefit of, of living after Jesus Mm -hmm. showed up on the scene which makes his kingdom here and now yes right and and so there but. are there are there are many many benefits for those of us that that follow jesus yeah because we're indwelt by his spirit we have mm -hmm. access to the throne room of mm -hmm. god through jesus mm -hmm. but so there are there are significant restorative actions that have already been taken yeah by jesus but yeah things are not fully no. restored Right. We, there are still, you know, even within followers of Jesus, right. There are still, you know, some things that are, that are a fallout from sin. One of those four categories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, followers of Jesus still get sick. Yeah. Followers of Jesus still physically die in mm -hmm. this world, mm -hmm. but it's, it's in the midst of those things. And that's where it's that, it's that now, but not yet. Mm -hmm. Because even, even in the midst of that, even in the midst of brokenness, you know, we can, we can have peace in in a sense of, of wholeness, right? In part, mm -hmm. but then there's also that that uh, abil ability is not the right word. But you can rest, dude. I remember, um, I mean, how long ago was it? A year and a half when we sat down with Pat. Yeah. And just and he talked about that, like, and this is so for him. This was not a theoretical, like, oh yeah, sure, we can have peace. No. But he talked about that peace that passes our understanding. For those watching or listening, Pat was a dear friend of ours who um, got a pancreatic cancer diagnosis and stage four inoperable. Stage break. four, um, and he had one treatment on a Wednesday, and he passed that following Sunday morning. 
Um, but we were able to interview him on Radiant Reflections. He and his wife, Liz, his bride, Ryan and Josh had a wonderful conversation with him. So that's just to give you some context. But yes, yeah. he, he was speaking. Uh, he was speaking knowing that mortality. He, he had been given a death sentence. Yes. And, and in the midst of that. Weeks later. In the midst of that, there was this palpable peace mm-hmm. about him yeah and we asked him about because we're like pat like man how are you doing this and and he said man scripture talks about this peace that surpasses our understanding he mm-hmm. says and that's that's real <laughs> like i mean so so you see that you know yeah. in the midst of that brokenness of of creation right illness disease right you know he's 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 in the midst of that and yet he has this this wonderful sense of peace, mm-hmm. the ability to rest in, and maybe this gets back a little bit to, I think it was last week, you know, we're talking about the sovereignty of God, mm-hmm. but you know, he has this ability to rest in that. Yeah. And for him, that was a source of, of comfort, a source of peace. Mm-hmm. I remember he said, he says, either way, he says, man, if God miraculously heals me, cool. If he doesn't, and I, and I go and I, I, enter into eternity in the presence of God. He says, he says, God wins either way. Mm-hmm. God wins. He kept saying that God wins. And yeah. it was, yeah. So just that, that sense yeah. of peace. So, so peace is not, again, it's not just this thing that's out there like, oh yeah, but this is, this is actually something that we can mm-hmm. experience and be a part of, mm-hmm. right? And so that's, so that's where it's, you've got a couple of different facets to the idea of peace, you know, that we can be agents of of peace mm-hmm. right as you as you look at those four broken relationships right scripture is is replete with maybe that's the right word is that the right word it replete, is the right, word. right with yes with you know i don't want to say guide guidelines isn't the right word but i mean like if, if you actually treat people the way that scripture calls you to treat people like think how restorative that would be mm-hmm. in the brokenness of relationships with others mm-hmm if you actually viewed yourself in light of who God says you are as a follower mm-hmm. of Jesus, right? Think about how restorative that is in the broken relationship with self. Yeah. Right. If you actually enter into faith, which is a, a gift of grace from God, that we can come to Him mm-hmm. through faith in Jesus and see restoration in the broken relationship between us and God. Like, how amazing is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even with with creation, right? Again, whether whether it's the the healing of disease, which happens, that mm-hmm. still happens, it does. Or being able to to face a diagnosis like cancer, and say, you know what, it's okay. Mm-hmm. God wins either way. Yeah. Like how how incredible is that? Yeah, and you know, Pat and Liz particularly, <clears throat> you know, they they both said. Uh, I don't know how people can make it through this life um, without the hope of the future. And that's a lot of what Advent is about, right? Mm. Like we have this hope, we have this hope that that Jesus has already come over 2000 years ago. And because he was faithful in fulfilling those prophecies and coming, we, we with anticipation believe in the yet to come. Mm-hmm. Yes, because he's coming yeah. again. Because it's a partial peace that we have now, but there's there's a coming peace 
And last night, Josh, I don't know if you caught this when you were praying, but um, when we were at the commissioning service, you mentioned in your message, um, you really want to dive into what the not yet is. Mm. Read Isaiah 35, read Revelation 21 and 22, read those two chapters. Well, I just had this sense during prayer time last night during worship to read Isaiah 35 Mm -hmm. and oh my goodness, what awaits us, the peace that comes. And Jesus even said, you know, the kingdom of God is here and now, if you can receive it, if you can accept it and it is, but then it also isn't. And and that's that weird tension point that we live in. But it yeah. but it's also I think there's 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 a, a weight on us, not in a negative sense, mm-hmm. right? But there are some of us, and you ever heard that saying, somebody is so heavenly minded, they're of no earthly good, right? But there there are those that that they come into a relationship with Jesus, and they're like, all right, sweet, I'm just gonna, I just can't wait till heaven, can't wait till mm-hmm. heaven, can't wait till heaven. And part of what we're called to do is is be bringers of the kingdom here, emissaries. In part, yes, not in full. Right? We won't experience that until the second mm-hmm. advent, the second coming yeah. of Christ. But we're called to to create those those kingdom pockets here. Uh, so so if we just sit back and rest on our laurels until you know Jesus comes or He takes us to heaven, we are missing out on what He has called us to do. So what do you? You got you got well as you're as you're sharing there, I'm thinking of just that calling that we've been given, and I believe it's second Corinthians five. Uh yeah. Yeah, so uh kind of considering the idea of peace, uh second Corinthians five seventeen, therefore if any was in if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away and see the new has come. Verse we all are familiar with. Everything is from God who has reconciled us mm. to himself, brought us peace, reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry, ministry of, reconciliation. of reconciliation or the ministry of bringing peace. That is in Christ. God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. And he has committed the message of reconciliation to us. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making his appeal through us, we plead on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God, have peace with God. He made the one who did not know sin to be sin for us so that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. Mm. That's where the real peace comes from, that I am in right standing with the creator of the universe. That is peace. Yeah, that despite all of the brokenness in my own life Mm. and of my own making. Continual. Right, yes. Not just my past. Yeah, (laughs) like today, the the brokenness that I participated in today. I got, dude, I I was tired. I was a little cranky this morning. I got a little bit. I got a little bit grumpy with my kids driving oh, them to school this morning, sure. and it was like, okay, that was not a that was not a great moment. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's brokenness every day, yeah. all around us. But in the midst of that, yeah, we have we can have peace. No, that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, and and then we can take that peace, that reconciliatory peace, to others and say, look, you are outside of the fold. You're disconnected. The reason that you don't have peace, that's such a wonderful barometer, right? 
I, you can ask people that you feel that inside. You feel the fact that there's something not quite right. Mm. You know, that lack of peace, yep. you know, that thing that's missing. Well, let me tell you that can be restored. That can be changed. It doesn't mean that peace is going to change everything. I love the way, I love that you said that yesterday. You know, you, you kind of kept hitting on it. Peace doesn't mean a genie in a bottle. It doesn't yep. mean a magic wand. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have cancer and that we're not going to be sick and that we're not going to have wars and rumors of wars all around us. But it means that we can experience something beyond our circumstances that is from God, that is peace. And that's not, uh, the world doesn't have that. Mm. No, it was, uh, and I might get some of the details wrong, so don't, don't quote me on this or like critique my historicity. But I believe there's, there's an account of John Wesley and he was, uh, this was, you know, he was already a, a pastor mm-hmm. and he had kind of a, a ministry going, mm-hmm. yet he was making a, a transatlantic voyage and there was some pretty, I don't know, some storms, some really rough waters mm. and everyone's freaking out. Like, cause they're, they're pretty sure the ship is going down Oh wow, kind of thing. Everyone's freaking out except for this small group of people. They were, uh, Moravians. Oh Yeah. And, and Moravians. Yeah. The way, uh, did I pronounce it wrong? Yeah. Moravians. Moravians. Mm-hmm. There you go. Say, I say words wrong. I'm sorry. And, and they're in the midst of this and they are at complete peace. And this, mm-hmm. this stuck in Wesley's mind, like, mm-hmm. okay, what do they have that I don't mm-hmm. right? And this, I think this was one of the things that led to him really seeking kind of a, a, a true encounter with Holy Spirit, mm. right? To move from beyond just an intellectual mm-hmm. grasp of, mm-hmm. of God yeah. and a, a good theological understanding into a, a true like heart, mind, soul, everything. Yeah. Uh, Cause he said, he says, whatever they have, yeah. whatever connection they have with God, that in yeah. the midst of we're thinking the ship is going down, they can sit and they can sing praises to God. Like, what's that all about? Yeah. I want that. <laughs> so whatever you're smoking, I want some of that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but it was, it was the peace of God. Yeah. It was the peace of God that says, Hey, yep. Maybe the ship will go down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, that's, that's just awesome. It's awesome. It sounds like that story in the book of Acts when Paul is heading to the, the island of Malta. And the same thing happens, oh. and the whole the whole crew is freaking out. I just read it in Acts here a couple of weeks ago. Um, he's like, "Don't worry, just nobody's life's going to be spared, but you got, y'all got to stay in the boat." No, every, everyone's life will be spared. Yeah, everyone's life will boat. be spared, yes. but you got to stay yes. in the boat. So there were some some words of knowledge that God was giving to Paul there, but yeah, yeah. which he was not on there as the ship's captain. <laughs> no, no, but they did. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So yeah, yeah but just that that all encompassing peace. Mm-hmm. of god so that is something we can both experience and that is something that we can be a part of mm-hmm. uh, but it takes it takes us being intentional mm-hmm. and, and asking holy spirit holy spirit where do you want me to bring peace and this should be a daily prayer right? this isn't something that's like oh yeah hey i brought peace a couple of weeks ago i think i'm good mm-hmm. but this as you read in that second corinthians 5 passage like this is the ministry that we are called to right right here i love i think it was uh uh, who was it that I heard this from? Might have been a guy, uh, Brad Gray. He's a pastor. He's actually uh, 
Pastor Ryan's, one of his mentors. Mm-hmm. I think it was him who said this at a conference one time. He says, if you are a follower of Jesus, you are in full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. Now, you might not get a paycheck from a church, right, right. not full-time ministry in that sense, but but you are called to full-time ministry. Maybe you're in full-time ministry at a trailer factory. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're in full-time ministry, you know, at McDonald's yep. or you know whatever wherever it is that you at yeah. your at home if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're in full-time ministry as as a stay-at-home parent. Uh but what is that ministry? The ministry of reconciliation. Yes. Of of bringing people and situations back into that place of of peace uh with God. So and that's that's kind of really where you brought things home, Josh. You you had us you had us uh, consider four questions and take some time to pause and think about those four questions. And maybe the listeners or the viewers, it would be good to unpack those questions again. And I know they were they were directly related to the four uh, categories of brokenness. Uh, so could you unpack that a little bit more? You mean, um, you mean just hit kind of those questions? Yeah. Or, I mean, cause, <clears throat> yeah. The meditation. Yeah. At, at the core, right. It was, it was really trying to create a space for us to identify, not gloss mm-hmm. over, but really create a space mm-hmm. to say, hey, like what in my life, not, not in the world, not right. what did you see on the news this morning, right? but in your immediate context. Like, where do you see brokenness? Mm-hmm. Again, maybe it, maybe it's something like, again, for me, like, man, I got grumpy with my kids this morning. I was tired. I was cranky, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't live into a, a spirit response. Mm-hmm. I, li- you know, I, I lived into a worldly broken response mm-hmm. to my kids this morning. Mm-hmm. Where, where do you have brokenness? Mm-hmm. You know, in, in one of those four categories, does something jump out to you? There will be something like, and if you're like, oh, there's, I don't really have anything, then you're not. <laughs> Take a little more time. <laughs> Take a little more time. You know, but where do you experience that yeah. brokenness? Yeah. And, and. See what Holy Spirit highlights, mm-hmm. right? This isn't to say, all right, you need to solve every single thing that's broken in your life right now. But what's one thing? What's, what are two things that Holy Spirit highlights? Mm-hmm. And then our, our second reflection was, was actually inviting Jesus into our brokenness. Because mm. I think sometimes we, we, we fall into a couple of uh, mistakes with that. We either live in denial mm-hmm. and or we try to pretend that like oh well, hey like I'm uh, I don't want God to see that right which is it <laughs> yeah. doesn't work like he that. sees all <laughs> it doesn't work read Psalm one thirty nine yeah. I love that as a yeah. as a way to God it doesn't matter what yes. you try to hide it's yes. it's visible to God so we, we either try to deny or we think that we just need to muster up the willpower we need to learn the right skills and then we can fix this thing that is broken. Mm-hmm. And I think both of those are mistakes mm-hmm. and because we leave Jesus out of the equation. Or we wallow in it. Or we wallow. Yes. You this know? is, this is another thing, right? <laughs> we, we, we kind of, we're, we're that perpetual victim mm-hmm. uh, mentality. Mm-hmm. The, the woe is me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just terrible. This is the worst right. day ever. Right. And, and we, we wallow in it. Yeah. And, and it's, it's brokenness mm-hmm. because the core of all of those things is sin. And the only cure for sin is Jesus. Any effort to correct or alleviate the symptoms of brokenness, right? any any attempt that doesn't include Jesus will fall short. Yes, well said. Any attempt to fix brokenness, I'm just going to repeat that, 
outside of of a, a connection with Jesus is not going to work. No, that's where it's when, not you know, going to work. In I'm fact, not, it may compound things. Yes, and this is where, like, I, you know, there's there's a lot of good counselors, a lot of good mm-hmm. tools and stuff, but I we would always recommend that if you seek counseling that it's mm-hmm. faith-based counseling yes, definitely and it's not that your secular counselors don't have some good tools mm-hmm. but if they're if they don't examine the spiritual aspect mm-hmm. of whatever is going on in your life yeah like you're missing a huge part of the the equation so yeah so so trying to do that without jesus will fall short mm-hmm. fall short the third reflection that we did was asking people to start to, in their mind at least, right? Use that holy imagination. Pastor mm-hmm. Ryan uses that term, right? Just like, yeah. just start to think, hey, if everything that's broken in this particular, you know, these one or two things that that Holy Spirit highlighted in your life, if those were made whole, if everything was made right with those things, what would that look like? That was awesome. So just kind of that that picture of a preferred mm-hmm future as i was sitting there next to my wife and in that that space of contemplation thinking about some areas of brokenness relationally in my own life um i began to envision what what it would look like for wholeness and Mm. and healing there um and it was wonderful it really was a great uh corner turn in in that contemplative moment i was i was very thankful for that and then our last our last reflection was asking the question what's one action or attitude mm-hmm. that i can take mm-hmm. that would contribute to the wholeness i actually so that question i give credit where credit is due i got a i got an advent reader from christianity today and this question a, a form of this question was in there and as i was doing that reading i was like whoa like this is brilliant so i didn't come up with that one uh i took that one from the advent uh mm-hmm. reading plan from uh, christianity today and they used that they had a slightly different wording. I ch- I changed it, but they they said, "What's one action or attitude I can take that would contribute to the flourishing, mm. the flourishing?" I changed it to wholeness just to be in line with kind of the language we had been using in in the message. Mm-hmm. But the flourishing of of everyone and everything involved in that situation, mm-hmm. and and I love that idea of flourishing. I just uh, yeah. for consistency of language, I yeah I tweaked it because that that's that's important both mm-hmm. the 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 actions and the attitudes because not everything is an action problem sometimes it's, it's us changing our mindset it's us changing our attitude mm-hmm. about a situation that will will change the whole game yeah and absolutely then, and then when it talks about everyone and everything it takes it beyond me yes and i and i think you hit on this at uh, at least in second service right like it starts here right like mm-hmm. i can't I can't be a bringer of peace. You can't lead someone where you haven't been. Yes. Right. So, so you want to you want to allow Holy Spirit to start to work that peace within you, mm-hmm. and now you you bring that uh, to those around you, right? But it isn't just for me. It isn't just for you, mm-hmm. right? Because let's say that I'm I'm in a, a a relationship and there's brokenness there, right? Like for for that to have you know wholeness or peace, like that requires everybody involved changing yeah but mm-hmm. sometimes i'm like well hey if they would just change <laughs> everything <laughs> yeah. would be all right yeah. no 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 it's, yep. it's not about that what yeah. what are you called to do mm-hmm. um so yeah so those are those re- reflections 
that we walked through yesterday. It, it was beautiful. And Josh, you ended each of those times of reflection with a phrase that it resonated with me because it, it harkened back to a practice that we did on a first Wednesday. And that's where I got ago. it. That's where I got it. I actually wanted it. I, I stole it from Ruth Haley Barton. <laughs> so, because you want to leave the would... listeners and viewers with this practice. Okay. No, because I, I, I was it was really yeah. good. That was moving to me. Yes. When you when you led us in that oh, practice man. on that first Wednesday. And yeah. so that when I was when I was preparing that message, I was like, ooh, like that was just that was so good. I want to. I, I learned this that. from Ruth Haley Barton in a podcast around the Advent se- uh, season. Mm. So listeners, viewers, uh, and this is a practice I do every morning, and it's a practice that Josh guided us through uh with those four reflections. Um, but I want to encourage you to try this. You could even try it right now while you're watching or right now while you're listening. If you can, if you're driving down the road, don't, don't do this. <laughs> um, but the practice is to open your hands just like this palms out and you can lay them on your lap, you know, uh, but the palms open uh, is, is a sign to God that you're open to him and that you are ready to listen and hear from him. And this is a, a practice of, of listening prayer. So this is where you begin to just listen. You're quiet and still and silent before the Lord. And God will begin to bring those phrases, you know, where is there brokenness in my own life? Where is there brokenness in relationships? What would it look like for those relationships to be healed? What's the vision of the future? And what's a step that I can take? And when we come to God with open hands like this, and we just begin to ask those questions and we begin to listen, God will speak to you. The Holy Spirit will speak to you. And you will begin to pray in the spirit. And I don't mean with tongues. I mean specifically with the mind and will of God. You begin to pray in God's will. You begin to pray as God wants in that situation. And so the, the practice that I do is I'll have my hands open like this and I just begin to listen. And as the Lord would, will bring phrases or people to my mind, I'll just begin to speak those things out loud. And I'll, I'll begin to say the things that I'm feeling. God, I'm frustrated with that. I'm angry with that person. And then maybe ask some questions. Why am I angry? Mm. Why am I frustrated? Why, why did I react that way? Lord, would you show me? And in the end, uh, we say this in, in the term, in, in the situation that we're, we're praying over, we say, Lord Jesus Christ, I lift Josh, we'll say, into your holy presence. So by saying that, I'm saying to the Lord that in the presence of God, in the presence of Jesus, in the presence of the Holy Spirit is the best place Mm. for this person to be. And I'm lifting this person. I'm asking God, would you just put them into your presence? And then I pause a moment and I say the same thing. May they experience the peace of Christ. Josh said, may they experience the peace of God at the end of every reflection. So I want to encourage you to do that. And as you as you identify the problems, as you begin to uh, lift that person into God's presence, not with your solutions, your ideas, mm. but with God's, God's presence as the guiding factor, and then just asking for them, may they experience the peace of Christ. It will begin to happen. It will begin to happen. And, and I just keep a little list of things that I pray over in that way. And I conclude each kind of section or category of prayer with that, with saying that. May we, may they, and if I'm part of that group, I say, may we experience the peace of Christ. When mm-hmm. I pray for my family, that's what I, I say. May we, the Brown family, 
experience the peace of Christ. And um, it's been very formative mm. for me, man, just a, a beautiful way to pray. So listeners, viewers, you know, on the subject of peace, begin there, take a couple of minutes every morning and palms out, maybe consider that peace prayer practice. I mean, because really, I mean, I I, th- I feel like that's, uh, that's, I mean, to borrow the, that language again, it's an all-encompassing prayer. Mm-hmm. Because to, to to ask God to bring peace to somebody else mm-hmm. is to bring not only that sense of oh it's going to be okay although that's valuable but you're asking God to 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 do restorative work mm-hmm. in all of the brokenness in that person's life mm-hmm. in your own life mm-hmm. right like like I feel like that's a, a place of trust really really mm-hmm. good wait you're like I don't know how to pray for somebody. That's a fantastic way to do it mm-hmm. because that, that covers any area of brokenness in their life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I yeah. That's, a, that's a really good practice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought uh, the message was fantastic, Josh. You guided us well through considering where, where peace was lost, where we can consider uh, finding peace ourselves and the peace that we can hope for in the future. So thank you for bringing that word. And Yeah, and hey, I, I kept it under an hour. So that was... Hey, <laughs> hey. So compared to the last time I spoke, you know, this was like... Psh, psh, yeah, super short and brief. So. Plus we've always got Mondays, like so we can talk more about the message, which That's is right. great. We, there's a little... This is like the, the release valve. That's right. I like it. <laughs> well, so, hey, if you're... Uh, if you're... Uh, you are listening, you are watching. Otherwise you wouldn't hear what I'm saying. I've done this a couple of times. That's all right. Make sense. I, you know what? It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It, uh, if you're on YouTube and you're watching this, if you would just subscribe to this channel, share the, the YouTube video on Facebook, uh, like the, the video. Um, Facebook's a great place to let people know what's important to you. And then those listening, if you would like and share the audio podcast and review it on the platform of your choice. What's your platform of choice? Have we asked this before? So I do, I do Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Oh, okay. I use Overcast which is, there's an iOS version of it, but yeah. And you can review on Apple podcast, mm-hmm. which is a great place. Google play. If you're an Android user, uh, Spotify has something like this, but it's not. Are we on? Cause I know like Amazon, like prime, they've got some podcasts. Are we on? Are we I on don't Amazon? I think we're on Amazon prime. Okay. We're on Google play. We're on iTunes and Spotify, which are the three heavy hitters. Okay. So it covers everybody's gadgets. So okay. So yeah, come back next week for episode 11. It's the candle of, I don't know. Is it joy? Is Kinsey? We're doing joy. That's yeah, joy. Next week will be joy. We'll have to see. Do yeah. we have like the setup to do? I wonder if we can convince him we to should. come on. Oh yeah, we can make it work. Okay. We can we can zoom the lenses out. So, okay. Well, God cool. bless you guys, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next week for episode eleven. Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share His love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. 
We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.